Yeah, we in this business. Corona cast. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody cover your fucking mouths. <laughs> that cough is too wet for the corona. That's yeah. not saying it. This nigga got the clap. What? I'm playing. Yeah, what's up, y'all? We uh, we partner quarantine. Yeah, the quarantine cast. Yeah. The hazmat cast. Yes, sir. Hazmat boys for life. Woo-woo. And if you can't tell, we're, we're uh, one member short. He's in quarantine. Something like that. He's down with the sickness. Come on, get down with the sickness. Come on, come on, down with the sickness. <laughs> that should be in your quarantine podcast. I mean, that's your podcast, your playlist. You know, down with the sickness. So sick by Neo. And, um, and I'm so sick of these bitches. What's another song about being sick or like cleaning some of this shit? So Fresh and So Clean should definitely be in your uh, your corona, uh, corona playlist. But shit, yeah, y'all know what the fuck it is. This is the Brocast Podcast. This is your boy, Brick. Who we got in the building? The Mountain Man himself. Saul. Yes, sir. Uh, Glob, a.k.a. Namron, whatever the fuck y'all want to call me. Can I call you Mr. Bitches? Hell no. Okay, cool. Lil Reese Jr. R.I.P. Mr. Bitches. Yo, y'all think something really funny? What? All right, so when I, my phone said, hey, we found a match in your phone. For like facial recognition for photos, right? Tell me why. <laughs> for Norman's face, they had two different people: Lil Reese and Twenty One Savage. Oh, oh. Savage! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I had like Twenty One Savage memes, look, and look, it was look. you, Reese, and Savage. I'm like, why is? I don't deny. Man, I don't deny Reese anymore because I literally can't. But. 21 Savage, my nigga? 21 Savage, bro. Nah. I'm, I'm nah. So, I, I, I have to nah. show you the photo. You got to save the the line, the strap, man. You got to just have to... Yeah. Honestly, I've been thinking about now. doing that. If you get rid of that, you know what you're going to look like? Just like having this right here. You're going to look like you slaughtered people's daughters. I'm on that slaughter again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you're going to start eating your beans and your toast, bro. I want to start doing something different on some shit. Like, get a Hitler stash. Get rid of the chin strap? Get a Hitler stash. Fuck no. Try it out, bro. Excuse me? <laughs> Apparently, that's the only correct facial hair to have with a hazmat mask is a Hitler stash. Yep. And you know what I said when I saw that shit? What? I'd rather die. So, you know, Hitler and Michael Jordan going to be safe during this shit? No, but, I, got, I got baby face. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to shave the chin strap off like that. Anyway. Yes, sir. So, let's go ahead and do the shits. Uh, Birds in a Trap, because I want to talk about that, actually. Throwback. We're talking about Travis Scott albums and how I said that Birds, Birds in the Trap sing Brian Knight gets the ultra disrespect. Um, I've seen some wild, outlandish claims from some flagrant bitches on Twitter talking about, yo, Rodeo is this nigga's worst album, fuck all that bullshit. And I was like, y'all have lost y'all ever-loving minds, but okay. So... I mean, we're not gonna talk about that part. We just gonna talk about how his sophomore album doesn't get any love. Um, I understand where the, I guess the disappointment comes from. I don't understand the hate. Me neither. Because the album was solid. I enjoyed it. I cried. Especially wait, like yo when you, y'all weren't all right. I think we were all in contact with each other when uh, Birds dropped. I was at Radio Shack. It was a Friday. I'm about to say, dude, you in jail or some shit? You said we were all in contact when you was in lockup or something. No, like, like, literally, <laughs> I unlocked the door to Radio Shack, and I got a notification for Apple Music. Birds dropped. 
he's playing because like he did so much promotion for birds. He had the little short film. He had a radio show on Apple Music. He was he hosted a whole day. They let him take over the radio at Hot ninety seven to play the entire album. Hmm. Birds had a lot more of. He did way more for Birds than he did. No, I wouldn't say that. I would take that back. Before doing Astro World, he did way more promotion for Birds than he did for Rodeo. Yeah, I feel like he's only gonna get no because that was like his debut. Yeah, Rodeo was his debut for uh, studio albums because right. people were talking about days before Rodeo. Being some people still say to this day that it would be now that we have the album Astro World out Damn. that days before Rodeo is his number two. His number one is Dave, is Astro World. Nah, days before Rodeo was good, but it was so unpolished. And I guess you could speak to that being some of the appeal, but at the same time, like it just felt really rough. Yeah, but I mean, it was a mixtape, so yeah. yeah. But honestly, they they really rank they rank. Birds in a trap, low, low with what is that shit? Huncho, uh, Huncho Jack, Huncho Jack, and Owls Pharaoh. Honestly, um, that's honestly one of my favorite Owls Pharaoh projects by for real? Dude, Owls, by, yes. by Travis Scott. Yes. Owls Pharaoh was so off the wall. Like I didn't even know what I was listening to when I first heard it because I had to backtrack and listen to Owls Pharaoh, and it was so weird when I first heard it but I gave it a couple of listens and was honestly impressed with the 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 style that he decided to go with like kind of kind of storytelling but not really I don't even know how to describe it because he had skits on there but they were mostly just at the end of end of the tracks mm-hmm. I find it like some real chill shit Feel me? Like I can listen to that in the background while playing 2K or just be on a game or some shit. What else, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like, like mind blowing, but it was a, it was a good uh, it was a good But yeah. uh, where was I going? Astro World is definitely that tape of. Oh, that's timeless. Yeah, for real. Like I'm at this point. Y'all can stop the comparisons. I'm my own entity. Who is like, the comparisons to? Because this is new to me. I've right. seen people compared to Travis Scott, but I haven't seen Travis Scott compared to people. Travis Scott's been compared okay. in his lane to like, I wouldn't say to anybody in the sense of who would he sound like, mm-hmm. but in the sense of who can he outlast or how can he stay in the same class with the people he was. And he definitely outclassed a lot of his XXL freshmen. Wait, that gave me a good seg- That That's an amazing segue. I'm not trying to segue or cut you off. There was an argument on Twitter, and I'm going to pull it up on my phone instead of doing it on the laptop. About the double XL freshman list, not like this year, but overall. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, who had the best? Uh, who was the best of each artist year? of each year? I would, like who was the best artist out of each year? And I want to pull that up. I want to have the discussion as a group because I didn't know we didn't have an 08. I knew we had an 07. Y'all knew Boosie was a double XL freshman. Yes, I remember I, that one. I did not. So was Gucci. That I didn't know. I forgot that Gucci was one. I'm trying to figure out why they skipped 07. I mean, why they skipped 08. So I'm going to read them off. All right. 2007, we had Saigon, Plies, Rich Boy, Gorilla Zoe, Joel Ortiz, Lupe Fiasco, Lil Boosie, Crooked Eye, Papoose, and Young Dro. Boosie. Boosie? was definitely the best. Oh, really? I would say Lupe Fiasco. In terms of what? Just being like the best artist, like rapper. Not like popularity. 
Cause I can I can diverse outside outside of again, outside of its artists, popularity artists and everything. Boosie definitely outsold Lupe. See, that's outsold Lupe. You smoking dick? Wait, how? Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. First how? of all, first of all, nigga, no. Boosie definitely outsold Lupe. Boosie, but did not outsell Lupe. Thing. You. This is why I'm asking. Art better artists in terms of what sales so, direction. Mean? Uh, artistry in terms of song making, like what are we talking? We can t- we can talk numbers. We can argue numbers all day. Numbers. And we can t- he did not outsell Boosie. Like Boosie, I mean he uh, no, Boosie no, did not I was, outsell I was it, like the the Larry June ad lib. But yes, he definitely he's he's outsold. Like all his projects together are definitely way past that of Lupe's. Um, do you forget that Lupe's first two albums were platinum Grammy winning? Boosie literally was on IG Live damn near crying because he didn't sell shit. The streams were doing like the streams were okay, but he still didn't even really chart. Like we can like look at his discography. Let's start with fuck it. We're gonna go to the badass. We're gonna go to the badass album. We can see where it charted. It charted on Billboard when it dropped. Position peak position 18. It was number two in top rap albums of that time at Billboard number one. That was October 24, 2006. Lupe Fiasco went platinum. Okay. Numerous times. Boosie has never gone platinum. That's fine. Boosie does not have a Grammy. That's fine. And his latest album still have not also Lupe. All right. Like. Well, Boosie definitely has him in the, in the category of influence. Yes, we can definitely say that. That Boosie has, I would say he has a more drawn to personality, but Lupe Fiasco has earned a cult following over a decade that expands, that expounds, that surpasses Boosie's following. Because his oh. shit is worldwide. Uh, you can sorry. go to Japan and find Lupe Fiasco fans to this day. Boosie is definitely worldwide. Uh, yeah, Do you really want to argue that Boosie has more impact on the hip hop? Boosie definitely had. I, hold on, you I would said, definitely you say said this. Influence, influence, and impact are two different things. Yes, I would definitely say he has a bigger influence and a bigger impact. Because uh, Lupe, Lupe, niggas still talk about Kick Push. Yeah, that's a classic song. I feel like Lupe had more influence in terms of like song making and stylistic. And Boosie had a bigger impact on the industry as a whole in terms of like how people saw him and viewed, viewed the style of music and tried to imitate. Mm. But as far as like taking from like I, I'm I'm trying to figure out the words to use here because I keep saying artistry, but that's not really getting my point across. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know what you're trying to say, but I'll say this. I understand where you were going with. Would you say Boosie the entire time? When you say Boosie would be as big as he is now, which in my opinion, he's big social media-wise, but his sales numbers are not doing well. That's one of his biggest arguments. That, that's he's, on him. He's doing Krayshawn numbers. That's, that, that's on Put him. Put your pussy lips on live right now. I get it. $1,000. Yes, that, that is hilarious. That, like, we can talk about that all the time, but I'm like, your classic album didn't outsell Lupe's classic album. That's fine. And it dropped at the same time. That is perfectly fine. We're also super it's biased. Also, down here. yeah, I'm from Bat. Like, I'm not from Baton Rouge. I've lived here long enough for people on Twitter to call me an ignorant Baton Rouge nigga, but I'm not from Baton Rouge. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but I'm also bad. putting out that Boosie's music also been consistent 
in terms of him dropping, whether it be mixtapes, albums, anything to show that, you know, he's alive and he's still doing this shit. True. I would say, yeah, he's more consistent than uh, so, Lupe. And trust me, I've heard all of Lupe's uh, music. Even the mixtapes? Yes. So, I 100% think Lupe's a great artist. Fantastic. Definitely in my books. But Boosie knows how to stay consistent and how to keep himself relevant. All right. Let me go ahead to the next list. All right. Next list. Oh, nine. We have Wale, B.O.B., Charles Hamilton, Asher Roth, Corey Guns, Blue, Mickey Fax, Ace Hood, Currency, and Kid Cudi. One of my favorite lists of all time. Kid Cudi is the, the biggest name out there, but Ace Currency Hood. is my oh, Currency is my favorite out of that entire list. So I'm gonna definitely rock with Currency. Who was the artist at the time that I thought was gonna be big shit from that list that didn't do as well? Ooh, uh, yeah, I know exactly who I was gonna say right now. Say that. Let's read it off again. Wale. B.O.B., Charles Hamilton, Asher Roth, Corey Guns, Blue, Mickey Fax, Ace Hood, Currency, Kid Cudi. I will give it either the Ace Hood or uh, who you said at first. Wale. Wale. Wale is, du- Wale is surpri- like surprisingly. That's someone I keep forgetting to mention when it comes to when I was talking about the early 2000s. He should be in the list when we refer to the Drakes, the J. Coles, yes. Kendrick's Crit, because they're all putting music logic. Definitely. They were all putting music out at the same time. So when I see artists like him, especially him being mad as fuck, like wanting to retire, by the time he got his real recognition, he was already 10 years in. But I would say at that time, B.O.B. Because everyone, everyone was comparing B.O.B. to Andre 3000. This is pre-Rory. I understand. They are comparing him to Andre 3000. He had co-signed from... He got signed to Grand Hustle. He was making a name for himself. He was just a... He was going to be that pop nigga. For real. And he blew it. 2010. Sorry. I've still been... I've been sitting here thinking the whole time. Mm -hmm. And as much as Corey Guns is going off, I was going to say him. Like, because I just... I don't know. It's just something, something about... He just didn't have the fucking reach to me. You want to know why that shit never happened? Why? His father made him sit down when he caught a once he caught a gun charge. His father's a famous rapper from the nineties. His name's Peter Guns. Oh very, yeah, very classic song. Um, Deja Vu, Uptown, very classic hip hop song. That's that song right there makes me hate samples. <laughs> it make, not make me hate samples, makes me hate the sample rule, because they took all that publishing off that song for the sample they used. I think it's um, Steely Dan's Black Cow. It's a great song from the seventies, but stole all the publishing. Niggas hate that song now because he can't get the money off of that. Next, twenty ten, J Cole, Pill, Nipsey, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, OJ the Juice Man, J Rock, Fashan, and Donis. That's a wild ass list. That was that's a really great list, honestly. That's uh, a wild ass. The boy. best out there list. Twenty eleven. <laughs> best off that list, Cole. Cole. Obviously. Uh, I would say Gibbs. Lyrically, Gibbs is really like the strongest MC. I can understand. I can, I can, I can change the argument, look, though. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, but who's more? What, what art? Wait, what artist did you think was gonna blow the most, but didn't out of the list? That's why. That's the most. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, read it again. J Cole, Pill, Nipsey, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, OJ, Juice Man, J Rock, Fashion, and Donis. Sean. I didn't think Sean was gonna keep up. Honestly. Okay. Who do you think was going to blow off this list that didn't really blow? Didn't meet your expectations? 
I would say OJ. OJ, did you say? I, I, I really say no OJ. Faith in Sean. I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was gonna be. I thought he was gonna be what y'all said. Bob was gonna be like just that that pop nigga that blew up for mm-hmm. those couple of hits and it just fell off. That's what I, I figured because he had such poppy ass hits when he first came out. It was like what three three tracks circulating like real heavy on the radio. I and I was like, eh, this nigga guy. Right. Well, I th- all right. By the time Big Sean was getting radio play. I think it was post his freshman cover. Oh, no, yeah. Because it was the Marvin Gaye Chardonnay. Those were his bigger radio hits. For me, I would say J-Rock. Really? The reason really? I would say J-Rock is because J-Rock had a single when I was a kid. I didn't remember it until I saw it on Twitter. It was... The Ghetto? In the Ghetto, in the ghetto, ghetto, ghetto. I would hear that on the satellite radio, see it on BET. That was 07. Yeah. So, four years later, he's a freshman, and double XL freshman. Uh-huh. I expected much more from him at the time. I was like, okay, he's going to blow. I thought he was going to blow faster than he did. J-Rock didn't really get his shine until I would say... He didn't get his shine until 2018. I wouldn't even say that. I would say, he, like, during that time... When did Redemption drops? Redemption dropped 2018. He didn't get his much... He didn't get his due credit and shine until Redemption dropped. I wouldn't, even then, I still can't even say that because... J-Rock was that first member of TDE. Yeah. TDE was just becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just him and Top. This is before Kendrick. Yeah. Before anybody else. You feel me? Yeah. And watching the slow grind. Because I, I was a big follower behind J-Rock. And this isn't like me trying to be biased or anything. But it was like me following that and seeing the growth and development of that. It was more of J-Rock being, I wouldn't say pushed aside, but he waited his turn. I feel like he he, wait, he definitely waited his turn, and he definitely had weight behind his name. Yeah. Prior to redemption, like like that that was definitely a big dog in terms of rap industry. He built a lot of following, but I feel like a lot of people that came in TD later on. I would say in the later 2010s. I say a lot of niggas, yeah, around they, that time, later 2010s. They didn't know that he laid a lot of groundwork for all the other artists in TD. Yeah, and a lot of people can't say what they what I just said. Like they was able to watch that. Growing up, yeah. like I, I knew what I was getting into when I was just following J Rock, and then Kendrick came about the scene, and then then Schoolboy Q and Absol came about the scene. Yeah. Then we got SZA, then mm-hmm. we got other artists left and right, and I was like, "This is this is amazing," you know, because it it's something that I, I really follow and I take into consideration. Like Top Dog is definitely one of my biggest inspirations when it comes to like the music industry for what he's built you know all right y'all ready for this one talk y'all ready for this year this is honestly this wasn't my favorite year but it was an amazing year and looking back at it 2011 yeah meek mill big crit saw how to prince lil twist yellow wolf fred the godson mac miller yg lil b kendrick lamar and diggy simmons this is it Exactly. Exactly. Oh this is a great ass list. <laughs> so, who did y'all think from that list was going to be that motherfucking dude, but didn't really do what the uh, you thought they were going to do? Uh, Diggy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought I honestly thought Diggy was going to have that push to to hear me off to be that pop nigga. Yeah. He was able to make some catchy ass songs. Hey, he had some shit. Where she go? Where yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a fire song. Don't get me wrong. But I thought he was going to be able to take that shit and just run with it you feel me whether he's doing like i could have seen him on billboards for other shit other yeah. than music you know what you feel me i'm not gonna lie to you you know who i thought diggy was gonna be able to pull 
but he didn't do it. You know who did pull it? What? Who I thought Diggy was going to do what Jaden Sim- uh, Smith was going to do. I thought, like, Diggy laid the groundwork. He had a mixtape series and everything. This motherfucker could rap his ass off. Yes. As, like, a teen. Like, as a kid. Diggs, he doesn't get enough credit. Not at all. But I would just say, out that Mark's list, Water. Yellow Wolf. Because he's white. I thought, <laughs> that's one of the funniest things I talk about at work all the time. They were like, yo... I thought Yellow Wolf was going to be the next Eminem because Eminem signed him. I Forget thought that daddy's Lambo, Lambo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take you out from Beverly Hills, <laughs> daddy's man. Yeah, I thought Yellow Wolf was going to be a dirty South version of Eminem. That Eminem signed him. Like he was Yellow Wolf even admitted in that in that one because I read it when it came out that he's like, "Yo, I'm the oldest person on this list." I feel like I should have been a double XL freshman because that man was like. 30 by the time he became a double XL freshman. Shit. That, he was grown as fuck, and he was on, his first official project came out in 05. That was 2011. Damn. Exactly. He'd been dropping conse- consecutive, consistent mixtapes, EPs, and projects that entire time. He's like, I feel like I'm a double XL senior at this point. I feel too so, old for this shit. So well, take what you can get and run with it. Who did I expect to do better but didn't? Yeah. You expected way more of, and they it failed to meet your expectations. But I'm also somebody who don't have a lot of expectations. I was about to say, like, I didn't really expect anything out of these niggas. If anything, it would be the opposite, and it would be Lil B. I didn't expect him to do anything. And you know what? Hey, bitch, my pop put me on a Crayshon and a cooking dance, but Lil B had one of the rawest double XL ciphers. On that, like, everybody was like, this nigga can't rap. He came out freestyling, even Kendrick was shook. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't expect him to do anything. I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? And he came out spitting. I was like, yo. Will be putting shit. All right, I see you. Like, this goofball shit is for fun, but you got bars, nigga. All right? I didn't know that. Hey, shit. Bitch, we in this bitch. You feel me? I know. We in this hoe. Kendrick Lamar already made a name for himself. I already I was fucking with Mac Miller way before I fucked with Kendrick Lamar. Not gonna lie. I wouldn't say Kendrick had a name for himself at that point. Twenty eleven uh, Kendrick, he was he already on he, he already had overly dedicated. Over, over, yeah, overly dedicated. He also had Section Eight. He had the Kendrick Lamar AP. No, that was twenty eleven. No, yeah. He had he had Section eighty under his belt already. He had OD under his belt. He had the Kendrick Lamar EP, all the shit under K Dot. Yeah, so he. Well, let me he put it like this: I wouldn't he say was he, hot. he was hot. Yeah, he was hot. He, 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 yeah, he was already on Take Care. Cause I would have, like yeah, I said, okay. he didn't have a name. He was hot. Yeah, like he was making a name for himself. There, yeah, I definitely put it like that. I just wasn't no word. aware as I was other artists. Now, 2012 was a weird year. Y'all ready? All right. Future. Okay. Kid Ink. That's the. I think that's the one with Logic. Danny Brown. <laughs> French Montana. Macklemore, Don Tripp, Machine Gun Kelly, Hobson, Iggy Azalea, Roscoe Dash. Iggy. <laughs> off top. Off top. I'm not going to lie because I thought that Iggy was going to have a way brighter career future than what she did. Granted, I didn't know anything about her rapping ability at all. I just knew that she knew how to sell her music and she had that appeal to her own audience, which, of course, is just a bunch of white girls or whatever. But she knew how to sell her shit. I think yeah. she was on the BET Awards the same year. Or was it the year? I'm not sure. We can go back and look that up. But who do you yeah. think? I was going for Roscoe Dash. Okay. I was like, this, again, 
he he can make a catchy song. He can make a cool hook. He can also rap his ass off if y'all didn't ever listen to his mixtapes. I did not. Can you spell his name for us right quick? Roscoe Dash? Uh-huh. Nigga, you want me to say like the song? Yes, you please. Say- <laughs> 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 All right. No. <laughs> In middle school me would have been like, yeah, I, I got this. R-O-S-C-O-E. Mr. Shardy, put it on me, please. See, shit like that. No. That type of... Just that feel in his music, I felt like that would have got him a long way. Whether he was writing music for somebody, whether he was doing beats, whether he was just rapping, just to rap. But I really feel like he would have been a much bigger pioneer. That's just, that's just me thinking. This is like, what, middle school, uh, freshman year of me? Yeah. Just thinking this type of shit. Like, yo. I think he was one of those artists that just signed a bad deal as well. That's also a thing. that Bro, during that time period, it was a lot of people getting fucked is? over. He is not even 30 yet. So, yeah, he was one of those young artists that signed a bad deal. Shit. How old is he now? He's not. He's 29. He's not even 30 yet. Damn, I was going to really go for a much younger appeal, but okay. So, like, so if he's 29, now we're in 2020. Mm-hmm. That was, what, 2012? He was, like, 21, maybe. He was a young dude. I feel like really he, was one young. Of, he was one of those artists that probably That's got why a shitty deal. Get you a lawyer. Get these contracts read. Yes, sir. Mine? Wait for it. Hobson. I can honestly I see where you're coming from. I, I, I definitely see where you would... I can definitely see where you're coming from. I was a I was a Hobson fiend at that time. I'm like up listening to all his shit. But when you go back and look at the numbers, he was a... Yeah, he was a pioneer on the YouTube wave. He was very about... He was very big about being self-efficient, making his own beats and everything, started his own label. He was indie. But... He didn't really ever do the numbers ever, and numbers are impo- numbers are important when it comes numbers. to making a livelihood. It's not when it comes to making good music. But even then, looking back at it, a lot of his shit does not stand the test of time unless he's on features. Like for instance, one of his most solid tracks, he did a song with Tech Nine. And he's mm-hmm. so aggressive in his rap stuff. I, I just be like, I, I get two tracks in, and I'm like, why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Tech Nine or Hobson? Hobson. Okay. But yeah, like Hobson was just, I expected a lot from him. He had a YouTube following. He was getting into beats for like Odd Future and shit. I was going to, that was one of my questions. Was like, how did you feel about the whole Odd Future beef and shit? Because that right there, it was like. It was one guy versus 13. Honestly, I felt bad for him. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, damn, you know. You picked this battle on your own. Yeah. I didn't think he was a bad rapper. I didn't think it was like a terrible diss or anything. I think they were okay. And, like, you know when you fucked up at a diss when the people you're dissing was like, yo, you're not going to get a song from us. <laughs> like, that's what Tyler was like, yo, you really think I'm going to go back and forth with fucking Hobson? Like, <laughs> that's some disrespectful shit when a nigga's like, you really think I'm going to go back and forth with you of all people? You don't deserve that. Next 2013. Year. All right. Schoolboy Q. That's the logic here. Trinidad James. Joey Badass. Ab Soul. Logic. Action Bronson, Kirko Bangs, Travis Scott, Dizzy Wright, Angel Hayes, and Chief Keef. Fun fact about this uh, year, he Chief Keef did he not make it. He didn't make it to the cover. My, my, my dude got arrested. Uh, he definitely went there. Yeah. <sighs> Rip. So who, who was y'all's high expectations but low performance? Uh, Everybody pretty much. That was, that was a really solid year. That's definitely yeah, one of my favorite years right there. 
about to say, so, I don't really know if I have a low expectation, a low performance rate on that one. Everybody on there is still solid yeah. to the day. Okay, so you're going to tell me, you want to look me in my eyes like Andrew Hayes is still popping? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Let me let me, let me me correct myself. Majority of everybody on there <laughs> is, still, <laughs> is still up to date and shit like that. Because I mean? it's still doing well. I had expectations for Andrew Hayes. Okay. Uh, Andrew Hayes is a very solid MC. Uh, MC I'll say MC first, then I'll say female MC later. We need to stop putting the category of women versus male MCs over each other. She was a solid rapper overall. Yeah, because mm-hmm. motherfucking, uh, what's her name? God damn it. Uh, she signed to. Uh... Did it? <laughs> no, she, she signed with Kendrick and them. Scissor? Uh, Scissor? No. She's a woman uh, artist that's not uh, with TD? Yes. I think she signed. Either that or she's associated with TDE a lot. Mm. I feel like she, uh, she's about to say uh, Rhapsody. Yes! Oh, she's not. She signed a Ninth Wonder. She signed. Really? She, okay, yeah. yeah. She's just associated with TDE a lot. Like, she, mm-hmm. she's really cool with all of them. Bro, Rhapsody is a fucking beast of an MC, dude. Yes. Uh, so, she just don't get talked about a lot, which is sad. Who would you say on this list? Um, I could look at about three artists that didn't go as big as I thought they were going to be musically. Schoolboy Q, Trinidad James, Joey Badass, Absol, Logic, Action, Bronson, Kirko, Bangs, Travis Scott, Dizzy Wright, Andrew Hayes, Chief Keef. I would say Absol. Absol, for sure. Yeah, if anything. Because Absol had his run, but he also had a lot of personal shit going on, which hindered his performances a lot. So I expected him to do a lot better than he did. I mean, it was projected for him to do a lot. Yeah. He just couldn't. You know, he was definitely in rotation. Yeah. Yeah, If you ever keep up with the patterns of what TDE do, it's a constant rotation. And when it's like, if one drop, multiple drop. Yeah. You feel me? And we're going to keep that hot streak going. Episode coming this year. I'm saying it right now. I hope so. Because I can use a solid episode. And I'm upset that I missed his tour when he came down here. Do you think, do you think, here's here's an interesting question just to get it out of the way. Okay. Do you think Kendrick's is coming, uh, you think Kendrick's album is coming this summer? And competing with Drake, because you know Drake got something to talk. Or do you think it's coming in the winter when shit get kind of quiet? Honestly, I would definitely want it in the summer. Yeah, because Kendrick is known for taking over the summer time. Like oh, Kendrick, was it Kendrick drops fall summer? So right. Good Kid, Mad City dropped around August. Damn dropped around that same time. Boy. Damn dropped around. Damn dropped on Good Friday. So y'all think it's coming this summer? I would love that. He dropped it during warm weather. But I would also love for him to just take his time with whatever he's doing and just be like, I'm going to drop it whenever I feel like it. It's been, what, two years? Damn, dropping 2017. So So if we count the Black Panther Project... I don't count that. We don't? No. I I don't count that. that, That's basically him just having an overhand to me. Yeah, that was literally... With creative control. A movie title scripted album. So, hey, we want these feelings for these songs. Here's a... Here's a, a script of how we want it, but you can make it uh, Just do your thing. the way you want. Yeah, that's basically what he told everybody. everybody. We want these feels for these tracks. Do your thing on them, but okay. it's for this movie. Like that's what that was. Then if we're going based off of that, he hasn't dropped anything since 2017. Right. Because so it's self-titled. Uh, Playboy Cardi dropped 2017. Wild. That we went play, Playboy Cardi. Went that's funny as fuck. Y'all ready for the? I mean, because they dropped the same day. They did. Yeah, damn came yeah, out the same. Damn came out the same. Damn time. and self-titled came out. That really shows my head was at the time because I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't on. Cause bro, when I tell I you, I was in the house like 
Do I listen to Cardi first? Do I listen to Kendrick first? And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting in this room, because I was living here at the same time. Like I wish I could see these niggas. Is it the street? Is it is is it I'm about to cause it's like the SoundCloud nigga that I always grew up watching, or is it K Dot that I've been knowing for longer? Fuck it. Play these bitches simultaneously. (laughs) But no, I, I did play Cardi first. Wow. I played Cardi first because I've had not necessarily expectations, but I wanted this project, his first his first album to drop, and I wanted to be very meaningful to the world and to the to the SoundCloud community because it was that time period of watching Cardi really grow from Sir Cartier mm-hmm. to that. It was like this first project has to be something. And then he's being mentored by and signed to ASAP Rocket, you feel me? Yeah. In a scope. I think it's in a scope. Yeah, it's in a scope. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that that just meant so much more to me, knowing that okay, I know Kendrick is gonna lay down some nice bars, some shit I can really sit down and think to and enjoy for a long ass time. And I just want to know where this Cardi project is gonna put me at from that time period to now. But it's still I, enjoyable, still listening. The so reason yeah. I went straight to damn was because Damn was supposed to come out a little bit earlier. It was slated. Because him and Joey Badass had an album come out the same day. Or supposed to have an album come out the same day. He pushed it back a few week, a week or two. But I was on the... Oh, I was talking about the heart when he announced he was like... Nigga, when the heart part four drops, I was shitting. I was literally shitting. And I got a notification on SoundCloud that Kendrick... I was like, I'll stop what I'm doing. I'll sit. I got till April the 7th to get y'all shit together. And I... Uh, <laughs> I just put my phone down and I was like, oh, okay, let me get out to the bathroom. And I washed my hands and I played that shit again and again and again. Yeah. That, like, I hadn't, that song hadn't, there's only one other song that had that much repeat value that was just like a red, like a random single. That, the heart part four, and the story of Adidon. Now, what I mean as replay value. That shit was so funny. Dude. I played that oh bitch back God. to back. I would like, I, mean, I would wake up, go to work. I'm driving. That's back when I worked with neighbors. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to work a bank job, playing a nigga, talk, disrespecting somebody, his son, his mama, his father, his baby mama, on my way to work. Baby mama. On my way to work daily, and I'll play it three times. Listening to music about shooting and killing niggas, going to my nine to five at the bank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Real shit. Y'all ready for 2014? Sure. Let's do it. Chance the Rapper, Rich yeah. Homie Quan. Oh Isaiah my Rashad, Ty Dolla Zine, Lil Durk, Kevin Gates, Troy Ave, Vic Mensa, John Connor, Lil Bibby, Jaren or is it Jaren or Jaren Ben? August Alcina. I'm sorry, like I know who that is. August Alcina. August Alcina. August Alcina. Jaren Ben is he was another artist signed to um, I think John Connor as well were both signed to Funk Volume. That I think they were both signed to. I know Jaren Ben was signed to Funk Volume, which is Hobson's label. I'm gonna say Rich Homie. I would say Rich Homie just got fucked over. I, that was that was the saddest part about this situation. Because I think about Rich Homie damn near every other week. Same. Like, I would I'm say, like, bro. I would say every other week, but I do think about Rich him Homie, baby. Like, damn, bro. You Rich Gang had so much potential. Um, but I mean, it just you like that sometimes. It's a toss up. It's a big toss up. Who you got? Troy Ave and Vic Mensa. All right. Really? Vic Mensa won signed to Rock Nation. Was Chance the Rapper's right hand man at one point in time. Yeah. They were they were like they were like go go ten go ten in trunks. Say yeah, money they, they could go back and forth. Or they could be interchangeable. Not only that, 
hot, this is not even a hot take. He was a stronger MC Vic compared Vic to Chance. Yes, like if you go back listening to Chance the rapper and Vic Mensa go back and forth. Vic Mensa, I believe, is not only younger than Chance the rapper by a little bit. He was the more hungrier, hungrier MC. Yes. So like, but Chance was definitely the big homie in Chicago. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't ever put down. So I can't say, I can't really say that. I would say, I would say, Chance already had shit mapped out, mapped out, and was going for it. And I would say, Vic definitely had something to prove. Yeah, and whether I mean whether it's something to prove or whether you're just a great damn MC, you feel different personas. Yeah, like I, I just like just watching Chance. I was like, I was telling niggas during this drill era, like, this nigga gonna blow. And, and when he does, nobody's gonna be prepared for it. For two reasons. He's from Chicago, mm-hmm. and he's making he's making these good-ass songs, these oh underrated, under-the-radar-ass songs during this heavy-ass drill era. Yeah. Let this shit die out, and I guarantee you, Chance is gonna be much more appreciated. And look, look where he's at now. Yeah, you, the reason I make fun of Troy Ave uh, is because Troy Ave did Crayshon numbers. If y'all don't know, he's also I, beefing with Pro Air. That yeah, he made fun of Capital Steve's death, and he snitched. Hey, so like he fell off. Honestly, yeah, fuck it. I don't know who who had the worst fall off, Vic Mensa or Troy or Troy Ave. Vic Mensa might have said some disparate. Yeah, yeah, Troy Ave snitched. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say I don't really think that's a debate, my dude. Like, Big Mensa has done some, some pretty gnarly shit, but he ain't do all that. Yeah, man, that shit was so funny. Dad was like, yeah, like he showed up with the wild <laughs> arm brace on after getting, yeah, he was like, yeah, man, I'm telling. Yeah. 2015, y'all ready? Go for it. Fetty Wap, Dej Loaf, Rory, Kid Kid, OG Mako, Shy Glizzy, K Camp, Vince Staples, Tink, Goldwing. Mako. Fetty Wap. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Dej Loaf. Dej Loaf? Really? I... nigga try me. Oh, okay, all right. I, I definitely know where you're coming from. Yeah, all right. But I'm glad we all had like our answers for that class really quick, and I really didn't like that class that much. Yeah. It was, right. it, it was a bunch of like man pop radio hits. It was also mad nonchalant. Niggas like, eh. fuck it, we'll see. Yeah, for real. I like that. That the next also the class that Herbo should have got on. And I was like, oh yeah, he should have been 2015. He should have been 2015. He should have been on there with Bibby. But they don't do duos. You know what's really funny? And I hate when they do that type of shit. They do do duos every once in a while because uh, 2013 had Absol and Schoolboy Q. Q. But also where I was getting at, it was like, damn, I really can't believe this shit. You feel me? Yeah. Y'all should have put G Herbo on that bitch. And then he made the fuck double XL freestyle. And I was like, yeah. That's hilarious. I need to look at that. Vince Staples and Rory were my favorite artists on that list. And literally, Rory was considered a industry plant, and on the like the That's cover, hilarious. he says his T-shirt says "industry plant." <laughs> That's like he was a failed industry plant. But we all had our reasonings. Let's go to 2016. This is what is now considered the most to this day. Artists did the best from this year. The most successful double XL freshman list. Yeah, Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Yachty, the God. Kodak Black, Denzel motherfucking Curry, G Erbo, Dave East, Lil Dicky, Anderson Pack, Designer and 21 Savage. Yeah, all them niggas blew. Except for Designer. I mean, I wouldn't say Designer didn't blow because he who definitely blew. He got his bag and he stopped. Did I have low expectations for him? Mm-hmm. And no, you saying who did I have high expectations for and they underperformed? Yes. 
I'm gonna say Davies. Crazy least. Yeah, I can't say Davies. He's not. He's not at the level. I would say everybody else is getting at. But I definitely fuck with Davies. Tough. If I, I feel like he's he's still. I think the back. way he should be at. I say designer because we all listen to the old English project and like, yo, this nigga gonna be next. And I didn't have. But you know, he gave his reasoning behind why he just just stopped. Right. He wasn't getting. He wasn't getting backed by. The label as he should have. I mean, he that and, and he was like, you know, I made my money. I'm done. I ain't got to do this shit no more. I, I respect that. that. Kanye stole his song. <laughs> I would say I had <laughs> low expectations for 21 Savage and he surpassed him. Really? I wasn't a big fan of that fucking murder music at 2016. I don't know why. I had high expectations even though I didn't like his music. I just knew that he had like a following that was very like serious about his his music. And they were like, yeah, this is the shit. This is the next wave. Like, Slowly and shit. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, he better be doing some crazy ass numbers. And he did well. He was doing Yeah, I was about to say, he did very well. I just expected him to go, like, the Yachty route. Oh, well. I guess. Real screed, nigga. I eat beans with my toes. (laughs) 2017. Kamaya. A Boogie with a Hoodie. I don't like this. P&B Rock. Playboy Cardi. Amine. Cap G. Kyle. Ugly God. Made in Tokyo and XXX Tentacion. Before we talk about this, y'all know something really funny? What? The first time we ever tried to record a podcast, we were talking about this list. Really? I can go back and pull up the, our first episode before we became the broadcast. Oh, that's hilarious. It was, uh, I think it was... Cringy, I bet. It's I'm called sure. the Payday Podcast. Oh, we my God. Do it on Fridays. I remember that. We oh, talked about this man. list formatting. Yeah. yeah so, who did y'all have high expectations for and they failed? To, uh, you failed to... P and B rock. P and B rock. Okay. This twenty twenty seven. Still fuck with P and B rock. Yeah. I don't. He, he's not doing what I what I really thought he'd be doing. I feel like he's gonna have a surge in this presence in the near future. I feel like that's where we go. Like he's gonna be like more of a Nate dog. You have high expectations for. This was a very boring list. Say ugly God. I did. I think we all had high expectations for Ugly God. X was doing his thing. I liked Amine. I'm still giving Ugly God his time. Nigga yeah, said, Ugly God is—he's doing his thing still. Like he, I, I give him his props, but I had way higher expectations for him than what he actually did. Like bumps and bruises. Don't forget, this is only this is not even three years old yet. He didn't have yeah, project out yet. Yeah, bumps exactly. and bruises he last year. Nope, no project. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he was only doing. He was only doing singles. And he shit. was playing he the was smart. Yeah, and he had one breakout, which was what water. Water. And was water out in there, or was it beat my meat yet? Be my meat mat was already out. Yeah, that was. But I don't know. Water was already out. Water was already out. Yeah, that's how he made it there. Yeah. Um, but like, hmm. I had like crazy high expectations for him, and he just underperformed. Um, I but he's still he's still like a solid ass artist because I don't know if y'all out there heard bumps and bruises, but solid that shit underappreciated as fuck. Facts, and I go back to that a lot actually. It's I a good album. It was just a terrible label deal, in my opinion. He should have signed to a different label or stayed unsigned. Who? Wait, who was the label? He signed to Asylum. He signed? Yes. I thought he said he stayed unsigned and did all this shit by himself. Up until a certain point. Yeah. He didn't sign until... Oh, I guess he needed backing he for distribution and stuff, huh? Yeah, he didn't sign until the booty tape dropped. And that's yeah, under okay. Asylum. Yeah. And the booty tape didn't... That underperformed because a lot of those were re-releases. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say they were just re-releases under, under the album name. Like a Maverick is still getting Which is smart. Today. Yeah. Honestly, that's a good business move. I expected, I would say, <laughs> fucking Cap G was on the list. Yeah, he really was. And I was that, that really threw me for the biggest blur. Cap G proved to me that 
that this list proved to me that you can get paid. Niggas pay to get on this list. People's labels pay to put you on this list. That's why Rory was on this list. Industry plant exists, and Cap G is definitely an industry plant because this nigga gets no fucking place. I'm sorry for calling you a nigga because you're not a nigga. All because he signed to Pharrell. Ski mask. Now let's get to the 2018. But he did have like a he did have a few radio hits. And he was in the he was in the movie too. He was only in one movie. Nigga, oh, was he one movie? movie. Dope. That's yeah, exactly. Pharrell's movie. Exactly. Exactly. 2018. Ski Master Slum God, Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, J.I.D., Steflon Don, Block Boy J.B., Y.B. in the Mirror, Wi-Fi's Funeral, Trippy Red. I'm torn. Why do I not remember this happening? I don't remember this. That, well, I do remember this one, actually, but I, I'm just the end list. Yeah, Wi-Fi's Funeral. Wi-Fi's Funeral? It's a yeah. terrible label deal. Terrible. I'm torn. He's, he's with Alamo. Oh, he's with fucking Alamo. That's a, that's a dumbass idea. That, that, bro, he's not releasing music how he should, how he wants to, mm-hmm. and his reasoning why, hmm. you know? I'm it's torn just, between Trippy and fucking, uh, who, is, who, and who did you just say? Wi-Fi is still my favorite artist from this list. I was saying Namir. I was going to say Trippy and uh, fucking Block Boy. What? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Namir. Really? The, I, I like the does not really have a lot of solo music. No, he doesn't actually. Yeah, it's a lot of collaborative YBN. Like, though, that's the only issue. And we can I can get more into that when we get to this next year. But YBN Namir was the first person to get on out of his collective, out of Namir, Almighty J, and Corday. I would look at him if we want. Like, this is too much of a, a comparison. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, no, but we we're almost done. Like, this was a big thing on Twitter. Because people would just come arguing over it. Like, come like, just like, damn, this is a shitty take. I would say Namir. I would compare him to the J-Rock of the YBNs. Yeah. Because he up. was the first person, but the next person he brought he on, <laughs> next person he brought on, like, oh, overshadowed him. Spot. 2019, Tierra Wack, the baby, Lil Mosey, Roddy Rich, YBN Corday. YK Osiris, Rico Nasty, Gunna, Blueface, Megan Stallion. We're now current. <sighs> they all underperformed on this. They doing pretty, pretty good in my books. Who mm. underperformed on this? And, but nobody really on Blueface. Yeah, because his did album you really dropped. say Blueface? Yes, he did. He did his his album. I didn't say. Did you really? I wouldn't say he underperformed. Uh, I'll definitely say he's, he's waiting. He's waiting it out. This was an nah, amazing year. He, he didn't it take. Was. He didn't take his fucking. Uh, his, uh... Is he still doing uh, numbers? He, he didn't ride his numbers. wave. Yes, thank you. He didn't ride his wave like he should have. He definitely should have released more music than what he did at the time. We had Famous Crip. We had a bunch of singles. That's and that's what he was really doing. And he had, a, he had a remix with Cardi B, who was also, like, stupid hot at the time. But that shit didn't... That shot of flow was on. He was on tour. Yeah. Multiple times. Tour didn't he hit like, like, a couple of, uh... Charges, though. Yeah, so I know the game. I was gonna say I didn't think that slowed him down. Though. I think it did a little bit because he was confined to like uh, he wasn't on house arrest, but he was confined to one state. Okay. Oh, probation type shit. Yeah. But even then, it was like this was a very successful year within the one year that happened. Yeah. Meg Stallion's a very big name. Rico Nasty's doing well. Rico. YBN Corday is Grammy nominated. Grammy fucking All nominated. Fucking debut, debut album. Which is insane. So, Shout out to him because I really fucks with Corday. You can tell without his collective. Okay, so I know we were supposed to do this, but I guess we're not because we're a member short. So we'll get to the personal interviews later. Um, 
but yeah, how's life, guys? Pretty. It's pretty slow. It's okay. It gets better if I'm not making that. Mm. You got to start with the. You got to start by having a better mindset in order to do better. If it's not going good, we're gonna make it go good. Exactly. What are y'all doing about the quarantine? Right. Toilet, we ain't shitting in this bitch. Alright. <laughs> you ain't fitting. Yeah, I'm about to say, nigga, you the one digging a hole in the backyard. But the thing was, like, I wasn't looking for toilet paper for the house. It wasn't, like, for me. It wasn't, hey, like, I ain't gonna lie to My pants were running low on toilet paper. Really? Yeah, because they were like. Oh, yeah? They got four people in the house. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we got a lot of people in the house. We only got 10 rolls left. And I was like, ooh, go so to the You got four here? I mean, yeah, but y'all adults. Like, you can wipe your ass at work. Yeah. We can wipe our. Well, damn. We can't wipe our ass at work anymore. Work is from home now. I work at home. Oh, for you? Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't... It could be raining hellfire. We're going to sell some grass. I promise you that. What is it? Hey, check this out, though. Um, Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Continue. I had a question for y'all. What's up? How old were y'all when you realized you could take your parents in a fight? What? How old were you when you first realized you could beat your parents' ass? I feel like you 12. Did we ask? Did we uh 12? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> How old? Yeah, I think we did talk about this, but it never ceases my mind. I was like... How old were you? And was like, yeah, I can fuck this nigga up. I was eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah. That's when it finally set in for you. Yeah, because I actually had like enough muscle <laughs> to actually go. Damn, I could punch a hole through something. I could definitely break this nigga's jaw. I could push this man down. He won't get up. No, it, was, it definitely wasn't that. Because I promise you, bro. I told you this already. If yeah. I fight my dad, I gotta kill that nigga. Yeah, things like that went through my mind. I mean, I probably don't have to now because he's pushing fifty, so it wouldn't be that bad. But back then, like. When I was younger, like 14, 15, yeah. Do you ever be looking at him like, I know that joint wink. I know that, that knee bad right Oh, there. I know all the weak spots. Exactly. So, so, so tell us. Nigga, I'm mad hip. You about to put a hit on your dad or something? Nah, because I'm about the, to roll up on him. The like, reason I brought this up is because. The, the reason I talked about this, like, I brought this up is because I had a good conversation with my father. We were talking about growing up and he like, our, my beatings, things like that. And I was like, yeah, like, my last beating you ever gave me was the time I realized I could fuck you up in a fist fight. <laughs> Like, when I, I remember, because I asked him, he was like, you think you take me? You think you take me? I was like, and I asked him, like, if I win, yeah. can I stay home? And he was like, no, you're a man. We can't have two men in the house. See? That's what I said. <laughs> like, you gotta kill that nigga. If I beat your ass, then what? He's like, you're homeless. Then yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you up. Shit, I'm about to whoop that nigga ass and be homeless then. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I beat the fuck out my dad. <laughs> that nigga thought he was gonna whoop me? Hell no. I had to whoop him. I was like, he was like, so you think you take me? Like, I'd rather live rent free than beat you up. Yeah, things like hey, that. And just give him, give him that type of, that type of note. Where he, he gonna be thinking where he, in, he at work or some shit. <laughs> that nigga say he can beat me up. And he gonna stay rent free. He gonna start pumping iron. Then. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Honestly, honestly, y'all have seen my father as a big ass dude, but I know all his weak spots, and I will. Fuck him up, <laughs> like so bad. Hey, I ain't gonna like, stand. He he's strong, but I promise you. That's why I was gonna get it. Yeah, he he's strong, but I'm telling you, dog, I'm quicker than him. So in 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 an opportune moment, all I gotta do is turn, turn around, catch that nigga with like a leg kick, and pop his ass in the kidney a couple times. Over with. See, yo yo pops pushing fifty. He looks good for his age, and he's strong as fuck. And he, got that iron and, he, and he probably thinking in the back of his head, like, he don't know I got that iron on it. No, 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 no. See, what y'all fail to understand is this has been established since I was 16. He was like, yeah, nigga, you ever get too crazy, I'm going to shoot your ass. Don't play with me. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Don't fight me then. Because <laughs> if it come to that, you're going to have to kill me. Sorry. Right. Bro, if I had to pick the stick up on my I believe it. 
No, he was dead ass, and I was dead ass. I was like, okay, cool. The moment you try to look for that opportunity, bullet in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you was going to get the shine gun, nigga? Shit. Damn, it's so weird not having fucking... We gonna, what are we going to call this man? Aventus here. Oh. It's so weird. It's, we're a four-man group. We're the blue-man group. Yeah, it is always weird not having a member here. This, the synergy is kind of off sometimes, but it is what it is. Yeah, man. Uh, but you already know what the fuck going on. It's still the world's good. favorite siblings, the broadcast in this Lure, bitch. Broadcast. Fuck. Damn, I really forgot about that shit. Where the hoes at? No. <laughs> Free Lou in Texas now. We can't ask that. Anymore. I miss our minded. <laughs> yeah, everybody. He has a ranch of hoes. I'll if, y'all, if y'all see the streets flooded with more chicks, you know why. Thank Lou. Thank Lou. He gave yeah. up his table. <laughs> They came out. <laughs> I really want him to say, like, I'm going to get him to do an opening for Brocast one day. He's like, hey, this is Armani. Now listen to Brocast, bitches. And I'm like, I'm going to, like, just add bitches to it. He didn't even got to say it. Bitches. Bitches. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. I didn't say that. I'm like, Armani definitely said bitches. <laughs> 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 like, what is it? Hi, I'm Timmy Turner. And I cheated on my mattress. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I'm going to do this to him. Alright, so... Oh, we did not really talk about the corona like that. Yeah, so during the coronavirus, uh, you wiping your ass with your thumb? (laughs) (laughs) The only reason you wiping your ass with your thumb is if I bought single ply and my thumb go through by accident. (laughs) Fuck that. See, I'll take precautions and then it's getting folded. Oh, yo, that's what I wanted to say. Yo, chick clean the fuck out that bathroom. I just went in there for the first time and did it. That shit is spotless. Shout out to you. I don't even know your name. Oh, Mr. Bitches, Mr. Bitches. Who's that girl? Eve's that girl. That's exactly what I, I remember now. That's what I wanted to say. That motherfucker is clean. I'd probably eat off the floor. And hey, I ain't gonna lie, though. Because like, when I walked in the house last night, and nobody was here, I looked around like, man, this bitch is and I went to the bathroom and I was like, man, this bitch is clean. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like, this nigga did all this for some coochie. This is shiny. And, and then he told me like, nigga, she cleaned the bathroom. I was like, oh. Cinderella. Oh, bitch. this was some dick? Mr. Bitches over here got a little dick yeah, I, I do not want to be Mr. Bitches anymore. Well, you got to give it up to Kate. Who you giving it up to? Who wants to be Mr. Bitches? Not I. I'm even James. I'm married. Yeah, there you go. Mr. Solberg, whenever you're ready to be Mr. Bitches, yes. come with this cape. I don't like it. It's, it's cold outside. I don't like it like this. Um. All right, so let let's 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 fucking talk about it. I guess the Corona, the big Rona. That Make one sure you nine. carry that line. This shit is being blown serious, out of proportion, but it's not that fucking serious. This is literally just the flu with no vaccine. And if we're being completely honest, the flu doesn't have a vaccine either because it's a fucking virus. So they inject you with a strain that has long since been outdated to build your immune system. And you wouldn't fucking believe it. You have to do the same thing with the coronavirus. It's only mutated once. There's another strain of it. Okay, cool. People that survive have a better immunity and they have more of a chance to fight it off once it's already run through their system because their bodies get used to it. Their immune systems are now knowledgeable of how to fight it. It has a 
survival rate. Y'all calm the fuck down. Rent is due on the first. Go ahead and grab your receipt and return all the fucking toilet paper and the water that you bought. Hey, man. Because, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's not that fucking serious. I put a buckshot to a nigga ass. to wipe my ass. What? I put a buckshot to a nigga chest to wipe my ass. Hey, look. Wash your ass. No. Your hands clean. Grab your hands and tie. I see how that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. Right. If yo, if you could have sold them bullets to get some fucking toilet paper. Nah, I'm gonna get all this toilet paper. If a, yo, if I see a nigga hoard, if one of our neighbors hoarded toilet paper, I'm like, nah, I'm not giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if they trying to break oh, their family or something? You ain't I'm, gonna survive when the zombies come, man. I'm putting that you one. Wipe your ass relief. I'm putting that one. I'm putting that one. That one shot to a nigga chest. And taking all that toilet paper, like all you gotta do is give a roll, and now I gotta take it all. Hey, yo, that's never talked about though. Real what shit in the zombie apocalypse? They don't never, uh, they don't never draw up the comic strips with the niggas going to the bathroom. Like, how they wipe their ass? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, they been scooting. <laughs> Dogs and worms, baby. New zombie shit. New zombie shit. We never think about that. No, not the zombies. I'm talking about the humans that survived. They not- taking shits in the forest while the zombies. The zombies don't shit. They eat, so they don't. They eat brains and shit. I mean, but that a lot of them not even eating though. I'm that shit already digested and passed through. Okay, I'm plus their body, like, don't have any running blood. Yeah, like exactly. their body is not even digested. System doesn't work like that. Nothing no. is functioning. Okay, I mean, they're dead. They're just ravenous. That's the only uh, like. Uh, uh, thank you for making me feel stupid. I'm sorry. Ability that they have is just like. It's like it's like a primal instinct. It's like, oh, I have to eat to survive. I'm gonna eat, and that's it. That's all I think about. When will you? All right, what would cause you to loot during like this shit? Like, what would cause you to like go to your breaking point? Lack of supplies. Like on like on like some Iron Legend shit. What would happen for you to say fuck it? I'm gonna put a bullet through a nigga. Like a lack of supplies, nigga. If I am hungry enough, I don't give a flying fuck. I told you what the plan was earlier, and I'm not going to incriminate myself on here, but I told you what was up. <laughs> we hitting up Quiznos. Yeah. <laughs> you hitting up Quiznos. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one-fourth of the broadcast is definitely hitting up Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but shit, like, I, like, I thought about it, like, if it comes down to it, like, if the hoarders are the worst people. Now, I understand respect getting your shit. I'm not robbing. Honestly, like if you're a dick about it, like I saw a woman get like I'm not right. She stacked up her basket and someone grabbed one out of her basket and she was ready to fight. Well that's fine. I'm because like, we still in the store. I'll put a pistol in your face in the store just but so if, I can wipe my ass. If please we stop. already have see you ain't gonna make it, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. But don't worry about it. <laughs> right, so, look, I know I'm not gonna last long. If it if it's if it comes down fun. to it and we yeah. already quarantined off and everybody's in their houses and all the stores shut down again, if I start running out of food or water, nigga, I'm looting a store. But I won't rob nobody unless all the stores are empty. See, there are levels to this shit. Yeah. I would only up the pole if I get down bad. Like, down bad. Like, yo, there's doodle speckles in my ass right now. <laughs> what is it with you and this toilet paper? Because, you worry about eating niggas? What's wrong with you? Because the, <laughs> the, 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 the food is still on the shelves. The food is still on the shelves. The food is still on the shelves. That's what's wrong about The food is there. Everything I really needed is there. The one thing I need to clean my ass. The one thing that's still embarrassing not hey, to man, do you know properly. You know what's crazy? Water still runs. Nah, nah. They got this. They got this little contraption called the day. Yeah, they're all hey, sold hey, out. Hey, but hey, but, but guess what? If, if that don't work, you know, um, they got this other thing called a uh, washcloth. 
um, that you could like, you know, wash, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I like flushing. So, so yeah, you can only use on the shelf. Wipe your ass and wash. You can only use wash. You can only use a washcloth so many times. Bleach. Doodoo baby. Bleach. Bleach. Yeah, we got a surplus of squirrels out in this bitch. Them them hoes is getting fucking skin on me. You ain't on mama. You use squirrel fur to wipe butt off. Nigga, what will I? I shall. You are really you are really the mountain man. Fucking right. Bruh, that's the only thing I don't really worry about because like food is still there. Like we can survive. Oh, it's like squirrel for toilet paper. Yes, honestly, it it's not my. It's not even like that's the biggest thing. I'm like the worst thing. Like like the worst from the worst. Maybe bottled water. Maybe bottled water. Yeah. Just in case yeah. someone finds a way to fuck up our our water supply. That's the only reason I get bottled water. All right, if, look. If 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 worse comes to worse, the last thing I'm worried about is sanitary options. I'm worried about uh, essentials, heat and air, uh-huh. motherfucking sleeping conditions. Uh-huh. All right, like just just imagine that the food and the water is taken care of. Right? Okay. Sanitary options, yeah, that's important, but that ain't the first thing on my list, nigga. Uh, I'm I'm thinking about lip, uh, fucking medicine. Okay. If I get sick and shit. Yeah. Uh, bullets. Yeah. Ammunition. Yeah. That type of shit. Gyms, firearms, clothes. I'm not worried about no type of sanitary. Rob the Gucci store. <laughs> we can worry about that when we when we get to it. But I want to be fully clothed for when the, the winter comes and all of that shit. Like, um, we can get clean when we get the opportunity. You know, shit, we building Wakanda. You know what's really on shelves? <laughs> it scares me. But at the same time, like, you know, it will be fine. What? Condoms stay on shelves during times like these. Uh, what the fuck would you? People fuck during stressful times. Okay, yeah, but if... Why? We, we need them to stay on shelves due to the fact that if this gets really bad, yeah, we need to repopulate. Like, this becomes some real fucked up shit. Yeah, we need you to not wear condoms. I'm sorry. What's All this shit wasn't happening when Obama was in office. <laughs> like, now. Like, we had these little fun talks, but this shit is really getting scary now. It is. It um, really is. I'm not really that scared, honestly. But if I die, I die. Fair. Can I read some? Can I, can I tell y'all some some dark shit? All right. I yeah, used to be. In, yeah. I used to be in a. I used to be in a group chat with this influencer online. Not like a nerdy dancer influence. He's a. I would say he's in the fashion business. And one of the things he invited me to was one of his apps where you could, it was different. Like my individuals, they were putting me on how to. Invest, do portfolios, learn how to like trades and all this different shit. They had ways of gambling on this nigga app. It was so much different shit. Like I was able to play Pokemon on a nigga app in a chat room in the app, bro. That's how well done this shit was programmed. This man had a conspiracy theories chat and he rang my shit like, "Hey, look, I need everybody in this chat to be safe." This was I was telling I was telling Saul about this earlier. Right when that Epstein shit was going down, right before he killed himself, he was like, "Yo, Epstein's gonna die." Within three days of me posting this. He's still not dead. He was like, they're either going to say he's dead, but he's going to be dead to the world. And when that shit happens, we're going to have mass shootings. As soon as they said they found him dead in his cell, I woke up the next morning, we had three to four mass shootings that same weekend. Distractions. He was like, that's a distraction. He was like, so the dude that told me that, that gave me that information, he was like, yo, I'm leaving the country, bro. I'm like, why are you leaving the country? 
this shit is realer than we think. He was like, was up on that. Yeah, Obviously. he was like, I'm gonna keep it G with you. He was like, but I kind of figured out why they do that. I believe we can say this shit. People talk about it all the time, but I believe that mass shootings are sometimes they're real, sometimes they're distractions because gun laws will never change. It's how you no. market it. It's gun, gun laws will never change. No. So it's a, it's, it's a it's a it's how you present it to the people. It's a problem. Exactly. Because even the mass shootings cause disruption, yes, and they cause death, but they also force changes in the market. Yeah, like they force some change, but not enough change for the laws to change. Nope. It's the perfect distraction. And the thing is, these. But the only issue is, we're not dealing with crisis actors. Humans are being used as pawns. Regular, regular human beings are being. They're just collateral damage. Wow, it's almost like governments have been doing that since the dawn of time. Yeah, but I tried to punch my dad, and he's like, "You're weird." I was like, "Hear me out." Yeah, like, like, look, old nigga. Yeah, we breaking this shit down. Man. Hey, so speaking of, Shut up, I didn't know if we was gonna bring it that deep, but. Since we're here, pause. Uh, since we're here, let's talk about balls. it. Y'all think this was created by the government? Uh, I do not think the broadcast was created by the government. No. no. I'm talking about Corona. I don't think it was created by the government, but from you what know? I've read, what I've read, and this is what fucked me up, he was like, yo, they lied about this shit, bro. He was like, one, China withheld information. They, they withheld information. No. Like a motherfucker. I don't think it was to fuck over America, but it was just to keep their shit on down low. It was just like, hey, we don't Again, want you all. Every government ever. It was like, we don't want the world seeing we fucking up. That's all it was. It wasn't like, hey, fuck America. He he he. Okay, have you seen? Have you seen the? Before you finish, have you seen the the Bill Gates uh, videos? No. He specifically said, in the next couple of years, there will be a virus that will cause an epidemic, and that will be one thing that will take the system down. Like, the world is not prepared for a pandemic. And you wouldn't believe it, but the coronavirus, and I'm, I'm not saying any of this based on facts, I'm literally just telling you some shit that I heard on the internet. Apparently, coronavirus was staged and created in a lab somewhere and funded by, you guessed it, Bill Gates. Why? The doo-doo water drinking motherfucker. He also stepped down as the head of Microsoft, Microsoft two days ago. To hide? Shit. After this entire thing went down. So, the timing is pretty fucking crazy if you ask me. That should tell you something. He was up on some shit and he's making moves to stay ahead of the game, obviously. Hmm. This is a great trial run. Just know. I guess. Great trial run. Because he said something about that, too. He said there was a mock-up epidemic uh, chart that they did in a simulation, and it started in fucking New York and spread all over the world. Just so happens that it started in China instead. Uh, There are also some theories about 5G making your immune system worse or whatever the fuck, which I don't doubt, but I don't think that had anything to do with it, really. Um... It might have, like, prolonged exposure to the new network might have fucked over some people's immune system or whatever, but I don't, I don't think it really had anything to do with it. Um, but what else have I heard? Uh, something dealing with, um, I can't remember. Not, not specifically the virus, but... Someone predicted this shit in January. What? How this shit was gonna go down. Uh, now, like... I want to read it to you. This is a lot, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. 
Someone said that I decided against posting this Tuesday that the WHO was about to declare a global emergency, but I've still had mixed feelings. It was someone explaining how bad this is going to get. Someone, there's one thing that they're talking about. I'll say some people have been bringing up the possibility of the, the virus mutating. I said that earlier. Someone said that they're not, like, they know how bad it's going to mutate. They're saying it's a, uh, does anyone know the R levels or the row levels? RN or RO? Someone's saying this can go to R6. I don't know what that means in ranking in terms of what. It's fucking terrible, apparently. So, in the coming months, the disease is going to be sustaining infections globally, including sustained local infections in virtually every major metropolitan, metropolitan city on Earth, center on Earth by later May. The US CDC and the WHO are both projecting anywhere from 60,000 to 2 million deaths by early summer. Okay. So. They're saying that, yes, this thing is not going to really kill us, blah, blah, blah. It's well, basically the survival rate is higher than the death rate. Yeah. That's only if it doesn't mutate. That's only I mean, if it doesn't I've been mutate. saying that. It, it's only if it does not mutate but further. There's apparently some studies saying that this shit can mutate much further than what they're um, letting on. That's of one. Of course, it's a virus. And That's two, what viruses do. That's why we have the flu every fucking year because yeah. it mutates constantly. And two. The thing that's really fucking my head up is that the way they're reporting the deaths aren't the way they're going. Like, if a nigga dies from pneumonia that has AIDS, they don't say AIDS killed him. They say pneumonia killed him. No, this nigga could have had pneumonia lived. Yeah. AIDS killed him. That's what I'm saying. It's like they keep reporting, oh, he died from the coronavirus. No, this nigga had the flu three months ago and was still recovering. And it just so happened that he caught the fucking coronavirus and died of a deathly cough because he couldn't breathe because he had so much mucus was built up in his lungs. But niggas are also dying. They're not going to tell us that. Niggas are dying from the corona and they're not saying they're dying from the corona. In China, for instance, they're saying, oh, this person had a heart attack. Oh, this person had these symptoms. They're not listing them. These are all symptoms and deaths related to corona, but they're not labeling them as coronavirus deaths. I believe it. There's a lot of fud- number fudging going on with this shit. Of course, bro. This That's is, the government. I mean, like, they're not going to tell us exactly what's going on. Why would they? Because it would cause a mass panic. I mean, you already seen what the, the fucking rumor, just the rumor of a quarantine had, has done to America. And America alone. I mean, I can't speak for anything that's going on in any other country because I don't live there. We are pieces of shit as a country. We fucking country. suck. Niggas say sit down. No, y'all say we going to party. We it's not party. even that. It's not even that. It's just that not only are we not equipped to handle it, but nobody gives a fuck. Like, I'm selfish. so sick of worrying about a fucking piece of paper that we put monetary value to that means absolutely dick at the end of the day. Like, if you, if you fucking die tomorrow, what is all that money going to do for you? Like, I'm so sick and tired of seeing people, like, kill them, literally kill themselves and others over some fucking pieces of paper that don't mean anything at the end of the day. Like, I could literally wipe my ass with this money and it could be worth exactly that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. It's the things like this that's going on. Like, I literally, I, I was going to get, I looked for survival shit mm-hmm. and food last night. Tell me why I passed up boiling room. <clears throat> it's a restaurant, and they're charging fees to get in at the Excuse door. Me? They're gonna pay a cover fee to get in the fucking restaurant. They suck me. They, they turned it into like a fucking nightclub on a Sunday night. Yeah, suck me. I'm good. This shit had like two hundred and some people in a parking lot. 
Then, all their cars, they got people parked at the racetrack. Oh, for some crawfish, baby. All trying to get the boiler room. And I was like, I'm not a hater. I swear to you, I'm not a hater. I promise you. I wanted to call the fire marshal so bad. <laughs> I wanted to pretend I was white for five minutes just to protect my people. Yeah, I feel that though. Sometimes was like, you gotta be the bad guy to. to, to honestly, I was like, I wish I had a gun. Pause, hit me up. Three shots in the air, randomly, just to scare people out. Like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely get them to clear out. Uh huh. Yep. <clears throat> Only if you do it in the right area, though, because sometimes they might bust back. <laughs> hey, so, who we shooting at, right? Yeah. That would have caused more chaos than anything, so I probably should best I'd honestly call the fire marshal. They had people throwing house parties. Niggas did not listen to the whole social distancing thing. They had to clear out urban, uh, what, last night? I'm about to start gas mask. Like, I said gas mask, tear gassing people. If I see something over 50, y'all don't listen if it's for your own good. Now look at you crying. Not physically, not like actually emotional, like damn, I'm going through it crying. crying no, you, you're physically crying because you're a dumbass. Shit, those headphone parties about to be lit. Cause them niggas stay about six feet away from each other. They all got their own personal headphones on. You know what? You know who's really making a killing right now? Who? These OnlyFans bitches are done with the content. I bet. We on this every episode that do that. But real shit. The fucking coronavirus been canceled. The goddamn NBA. Yo, March Madness. March Madness. I wanted to fight somebody so bad. Like, bro, we about to make knitting an extreme sport. Hey, oh, what? Somebody teach LeBron how to knit. Someone said ESPN for the people. I got baby. I got fit on that nigga, LeBron, bro. Yeah, you know they, they Twitter actually responded back. Relax. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, chill, chill, chill. Chill, bro. Oh shit. Um, fuck Donovan Mitchell. All my homies hate Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, cause yo, I didn't know that it's uh my man had to bring it down to me that uh Rudy Gobert touched all these microphones and shit, had been the coronavirus, not knowing he had the coronavirus. But apparently the NBA player and his teammate, Donovan Mitchell, was like, Hey, prove to us you had the, the corona. Touch the microphones and shit during your press release. Hey, is that some real shit? Um I know they haven't talked about this yet either, but uh, it should be in the headlines, but again, it's media, government, whatever. Woo-ha. Um, China already has a vaccine, and they've been passing it out. And on top, what? <laughs> yeah. And on top, Duke yeah. both for life. Yeah. And on top of uh, on top of that, Canada has also isolated the the virus and started working on the vaccine as well. But they it's us. Not going. Say that, I They're going to put it in the maple syrup watch. <laughs> watch. So, a vaccine is coming soon. Just well, so y'all need to start y'all when they test it. Yeah. Y'all thought that wasn't vaccinated? Directed to. Hey, so, hmm. all these non-vaccinated kids and adults out here, right? Y'all they probably die. shitting themselves <laughs> right now. Oops. They're like, nah, just rub some fucking eucalyptus oil on this chest. They about to get some goddamn Vicks Vapor Rub. And Good some, luck, little buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and, some, and some fucking stew. I, I really want to make that meme. You ever seen this? That's a fucked up meme. It's so fucked up, but it makes me laugh every time. It was that little kid running with the football. You think he's going to get it far? And it said, a six-year-old having dreams of being a... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a six-year-old with dreams of being an astronaut. This big motherfucking football player. Sacks him and said, stage four cancer. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to remake that meme with Corona. <laughs> Unvaccinated six-year-old kid. Bro, <laughs> so y'all seen the shit on Twitter where they're like, I wish Dr. Sebi was here. And <laughs> nigga <laughs> responded to that. He don't really care. If someone says oh, oh, no, if it's wrong, Doctor Sebi doesn't use hybrids. <laughs> you will get onion on your foot. Rolling, <laughs> you gonna rub a carrot on your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> I wish Doctor Sebi was here. I'm like, that's a Nipsey clone. Yes, yes, that shit was wild. That shit was scary. Someone said him and the game gonna get into a fight outside of the marathon store to hug it out. <laughs> Then the game gonna give his long ass explanation on how he saved his life. I feel like the game has coronavirus. What? Why the fuck? Why the fuck? I feel like he doesn't have it, but he's gonna come out and say it just cause. They're gonna get a, like a ten minute interview with Complex. Yeah, man, he's gonna be doing it in a bubble from his house. It's gonna be like a red bubble. This is my Suwu bubble. My Paru bubble. My funny fuck it. All right, but yeah, cause that nigga known for lying. This man tweeted, and I quote, if you're going over to his house for closure, why you shady pussy? And I laughed a little bit. That was funny. But then someone posted this, a screenshot of the game's birthday. This nigga's like 43 years old tweeting shit like this. Hilarious. Hey, man. Closure, closure. Close your legs, bitch. I'm on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. Uh If you're looking for closure this cock, by all means... Sometimes it be like that. You gotta fuck it out for the last time. And be like, all right, bye. I would like to give uh, a huge congratulations, Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi, uh, and it's still fuck DJ. Uh, what's his name? DJ Vlad. No, not Vlad. Cal. Ebro. Ebro. <laughs> oh shit. yeah, he sucked a dick. Yeah. Damn. I honestly, I forgot the interview happened. I, he disrespected so many 2016 artists. Mm-hmm. We should go Just back. Because he was a grumpy ass old head nigga. Losing his hairline. Couldn't see the fucking future because they was changing the sound up and it was like, yo, we on this new wave and you just don't get it. And he was like, no, I fucking get it. Y'all niggas gonna be struggling. Like an angry ass old head motherfucker. You know what's so funny? What? Your impersonation of him. His voice was so important. I know, I did this <laughs> fucking Ebro impersonation made me want to cry a little bit. I was like, "Yo, did you? Are you were you practicing this in the mirror?" No, I was just <laughs> off the top. Like, but you know, three fifty five k first week. It was great. Debuted at number one. How do you great de- for like this day and age? He dethroned himself from number one. He dropped the original version last week, and then, then the deluxe came through and knocked his own shit off the chart. <laughs> like, he knocked, amazing. He was number one, then knocked himself off number one to number two to become number one again. Who who has done that? I want it that way. I want it that way. (laughs) He had no features on the first version except for urgency. And then features like this is a major surprise me on that tape. Now since we're talking about it in terms of features, bro, Nav. Nav came with it on this track. That's actually one of my favorite tracks on the on the Lux album. Why does DJ uh, DJ Academics hate Nav so much? Because you the goddamn round boy, and he got up me on in and. I probably because he's a clout chaser, but Nav is pretty solid in terms of. Music. I don't want no money. I want to be famous. I liked his. I, I liked his album, the Nav project that came out a few years. Was it two years back? You mean the one that was only on SoundCloud Plus? No. Oh. It was the one that had a uh, young thug talking about I want to fuck my rich auntie. Oh, 
Yeah, that was Nav, the collection. What? <laughs> Cause I was like, this did not happen. This did not happen. I drove and I played that song and he's like, I used to want to fuck on my rich auntie and I was like, this nigga did not say this. <laughs> Why would you say this? <laughs> Alabama niggas went crazy when they heard that line. Yeah, to let it out. Alabama niggas <laughs> lost a mind when they heard that track, bro. I don't even have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. His features be on point. Yeah, like and his music. Yeah. I feel like his music is really declining. Because he was saying nigga and he's finally catching back up to him. Yeah, and I feel like another thing is he had he had something going. He just had to learn how to get he had to learn how to get hot and then be able to keep that wave going. But he was too worried about being famous, I would say. Speaking of truck. Look at my Lambo truck, please notice me, please. Please, TMZ. What? Uh, Love letter to you. For wasn't a bad project. He did the same thing that uh, Uzi did with the deluxe version as well. I didn't listen to it. Really? I enjoyed it. He had That's Saw a Baby. Nice project. He had Saw Baby it's on a it. Really solid project. I love but Saw Baby. I've just been mm-hmm. kind of disappointed. I love Saw Baby. I, I'm really waiting for his Wolverine to come out or Squid Riffic. Um, my favorite track on that Trippy Red yeah. was the track with him and Chris King. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it rap like me? Yeah. Trippy Red is. I, think I heard that track. Even got his. Uh, a really good fucking MC, but he's so emo. Hell bent on being emo. Yeah, I know. He's a very good rapper. Really good rapper. He can rap his ass off, and I feel like if X was still here, we would have got that side of him more because. Would have been a bit of competition. competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when X drop, when X would give you bars, he would give you fucking bars, and that Joey Badass. Because we were supposed to get a Joey Badass X Clav. Bro, that one track that they had on the album with them. Infinity? Yeah. yeah. Still one of my favorite tracks of all time that X has ever That was supposed to start a project. That shit was so fire. Traveling through the Infinity, yeah. Yeah. We should. I feel like he had a long way to go, too. Like, in terms of improvement. Because X was a good MC, he, but he did have some, some space to improve, for sure. Yeah. Uh... I mean, it also spoke to, like, his style, of course. That was just his style of rapping, but he definitely has some, some work to do. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, we about time to wrap it up. We gave y'all a good, solid, you know. This is a good travel podcast for y'all, man. This is something y'all can soak up during the quarantine. By the way, I'm going to say this right now as a surprise to all our fans that are good listeners. Brocast is coming to more platforms very soon very soon just know that so when you're in your little bubble when you you know if you got stockpile toilet paper and someone's gonna kick your door to steal that shit while you wipe your ass you can cry tears of joy while listening to the podcast I'm trying to figure out you're gonna me shit if anything (laughs) (laughs) two reasons I know it's thanking so for you to really come in here with a in my face like, you you must gotta you want? <laughs> yeah like for real like damn <laughs> give me all what you want some dick <laughs> <laughs> yo uh, what if you one of those people that have like a performance anxiety so like someone comes in the bathroom like hey it's like you just get stopped I'm like I can't shit no more bro constipated <laughs> yeah you get constipated shit like, so nigga shoot you and you end up shitting yourself after rigor mortis so like you die and shit well you're on the toilet so you won't shit yourself yo but if you shit yourself you shit yourself on the toilet Go out like Elvis. That's some fucked up shit, though. Literally and figuratively. 
Alright, on that note. <laughs> I hate being a nigga to wrap it up, bro. Somebody say something funnier. Uh, something funnier. <laughs> yeah. This was an episode of the Brocast Podcast. I'm Brick. It's your boy Mountain Man Saul. And it's Glob, Y'all have a good night, good day, good morning. You know, we the nation's favorite fucking siblings. Peace.